Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080, 96.5 TIC-FM and Light 100.5 WRCH. Aaron Kupek with you on this Sunday morning and we are pleased to be joined by Gerard O'Sullivan. He is Consumer Affairs Division Director with the Connecticut Insurance Department. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. It's great to be here. Well, this time last week, we were talking a lot about Tropical Storm slash Hurricane Henri. Thankfully, it wasn't as bad as predicted, but I'm sure a lot of folks still have questions about insurance coverage because of losses from the storm, or it it raised just the question in general, do I have the right coverage? So, Gerard, tell us, what are some of the most common questions the insurance department gets after a storm like Henri? Probably the most uh, common question we receive is related to tree damage. Uh, what is covered? Um, what would happen if a neighbor's tree falls? What happens if a tree falls and hit a structure? What if a tree falls and is just lying in your yard? What are the types of things you can do? What's covered? What's not covered? And we have a lot of great information on our website related to the answers to those questions. So in general, what is typically covered and what is not when it comes to falling trees? Typically, if the tree hits a structure, uh, there will be coverage under the homeowner's policy for the damages that are um, that exist, that occurred. And um, there will also be coverage to take the tree off of the structure, the house, whatever it may be. But some of the carting away, those types of things, and removal of the tree, uh, sometimes that's not covered even if it hits a structure. Okay, so if a tree just comes down in my yard and doesn't hit anything, I'm on the hook for the cleanup, right? Correct. But you do want to check your policy. Some policies do have uh, limited coverage for uh, uh, tree removal or damages to um, trees or to ornamental, uh, ornamental trees. 
What if a tree in my yard falls and hits my neighbor's house? How does that work? That's one of the most common questions we do receive. Uh, the house that has the damage, their insurance is going to respond uh, to the damage. In a storm such as this or the one that we received, uh, there's really no legal liability on the owner of the tree. Uh, it's, you know, the, the high winds, there was nothing they could have foreseen. So it's always the homeowner who had the damage, whose insurance would cover the damages. Now, sometimes in severe disasters, there is a, a federal declaration and there's actually help from, from FEMA to, to clean up trees and things like that. How does that interface with insurance? That's something we work closely with FEMA um, and will oftentimes in the bigger storms like Sandy and Irene go out with them and make the determinations as to what's covered under insurance and what's not. Uh, oftentimes in FEMA, uh, they will pay to remove trees that are down that are blocking uh, egress to, to a home. If there's uh, a problem with access to emergency vehicles, those types of things, that, that type of uh, damage could be covered. FEMA often, though, they're going to come in and uh, look at flood damage that would, would not be covered under a homeowner's insurance policy. But that's also another conversation to have is to look at your policy um, make sure that you understand what's covered, what's not covered, and look into the need of a flood insurance policy, a separate flood insurance policy for your home. Now, we talked about the trees typically caused by, by wind, probably exacerbated a little by water and the saturated ground this time around with Henri. But what are some other issues that, that come up after storms? I'm thinking about, you know, flooding and water damage and, and maybe shingles ripped off of roofs, things like that. Right. That's something that uh, right away, you're going to want to call your insurance company and report that you've had damage. Uh, before the storms, these insurance companies, they have a lot of experience in doing this and they marshal their forces beforehand and they have people ready to come on the scene right after the storm to uh, start the appraisal process and start the payment process so people can get their lives back together and get their homes back into shape. So we always recommend uh, that folks make any repairs right away to make the, uh, the home safe. Uh, anything beyond that, you're going to want to work with your insurance company uh, to take photos of everything. Don't throw anything away until uh, that's cleared by the insurance company or an appraiser has come out and done their analysis. Talk to me about the difference between typical homeowners coverage and flood insurance and when it might be a good idea to get flood insurance. Again, that's going to be an individual decision. Uh, oftentimes, if you are in specific flood zones and you're going to get a mortgage for your home, uh, you, you may be required to obtain uh, flood insurance uh, from the National Flood Insurance Program. That's the majority of the Policies are sold through that venue, although some private insurers are starting to get into the market and, and sell it. Uh, but a person is really going to want to talk to um, their, um, their real estate agent, understand the flood zones they're in, understand what their risk for flood is. Uh, there's a lot of information online uh, in the state of Connecticut and also uh, with uh, FEMA and the National Flood Insurance Program 
where you can analyze what your risks are. Typically speaking, if water damage occurs from above, I'm thinking like a, a leaking roof or something like that, that's something that's covered under a typical homeowner's policy, and sometimes flood insurance comes into play when the water is coming from below? Uh, yes. It's usually, you know, flood is surface water. Um, and for homeowner's insurance, wind-driven rain, those types of things will be covered normally under a homeowner's insurance policy. But you did mention a leaky roof. Uh, if your your roof is leaking just because over time it's gotten old and, you know, slow leaks, those types of things, that type of wear and tear damage is most likely not going to be covered under your homeowner's insurance policy. So you want to make sure that you understand that as well. What advice do you have for people who are are shopping around for homeowners and other insurance products? How typically should they do that? Again, you're going to want to um, look at different companies because um, the costs are going to be different. They have different uh, claims experience than other companies. So definitely recommend that you shop around year to year, see what costs you can save with different companies. Um, But the most important thing you're going to want to know is to understand your insurance deductibles. Uh, Oftentimes down on the coastline, if you're very close to the water, you're going to be required to carry a mandatory hurricane deductible, which would be based on a percentage of uh, your the damage to your home, uh, sometimes 2%, even up to 5%. Um, and that's something you're really going to want to understand. Some people will take on additional wind deductibles uh, to save money in their premium from year to year. But you have to understand that if you do uh, incur a claim, then you are going to have to pay that money out of pocket as part of your claim settlement. Now, in addition to homeowners insurance, certainly auto insurance can also come into play following storms. Uh, how how does that work? Say, if you are are driving down the road and sustain some sort of damage from a falling tree or something, uh, some of that gets tricky. The majority of of these, and again, hopefully, people during these storms are home, not driving around. Uh, but if a tree does fall on your vehicle while it's parked it's going to be under the comprehensive coverage of your automobile insurance. And once again, when you're looking at it, the owner of the tree is not going to be liable. They didn't do anything wrong. It was high winds and and trees, tree limbs do come down. Um, We often get uh, inquiries from individuals who have liability only on their cars and any damage to their vehicle is not going to be covered under that situation. So again, it's good to look at those policies Uh, and understand, you know, there are some coverages that may not be as expensive as collision coverage that you may want to maintain on an older vehicle in case something does happen in a storm. The interesting thing to me is how some of these different products interface. For example, if, if you have something that's stolen from your car, that could be covered under your homeowner's policy, correct? Correct. Um, you do have coverage. And, and that's something that uh, I, I kiddingly tell folks to do. If you're having trouble sleeping one night, pull out your homeowner's insurance policy and you'll be asleep in a minute. Um, but it's good to get that information uh, so you know all of these other coverages that you, you have under your policy. Uh, normally, it's about 10% uh, of your property coverage, your personal property coverage, 
is available when your belongings are away from the premises. And this could be when you're traveling, this could be kids away at school. Uh, there's multiple times that that comes into play. Now, I know for auto insurance in Connecticut, the state sets a, a minimum coverage requirement. Is that the same for homeowners policies as well? No, the, the homeowner's insurance is going to be based on the reconstruction cost of your home. And that's an analysis that's done um, by the insurance company and the insurance agent um, based, again, on the cost to, um, to rebuild. And the problem that you run into with big catastrophes is those costs go up very high uh, when everybody, when there's shortages of materials, there's shortage of uh, contractors to repair these things. So oftentimes the policies have additional amounts above the reconstruction cost in case the costs run further. Are there basic things that you can bank on a homeowner's policy covering? For example, if your house is damaged or destroyed by an accidental fire, pretty safe to say that's going to be covered? Yes. Um, and, you know, there's there's other coverages under that as well, uh, which would, if your the house becomes uninhabitable and you need to move out, there's additional living expenses, which would kick in while your home is being repaired. Now, you mentioned auto policies and how, say, for example, you have a, a child who has been on that policy but is now going off to college and is not bringing their car. That's something you're going to want to talk to your insurer about, correct? Absolutely. Um, you know, different insurance companies have different requirements for how far away the child is going to be from your home. Um, some of them do it uh, out of state. Some of them do it uh, over 100 miles. Um, there's a lot of different ones. But when you have those changes and, and, in fact, any changes that you have to any of your insurance policies, you're going to want to discuss them with your company or your agent. Um, same thing with your homeowner's policy. If you uh, do a renovation, uh, you're going to want to contact your insurance company and see if additional um, coverage is needed um, and just make sure that you're properly covered at all times. You are listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Gerard O'Sullivan. He is Consumer Affairs Division Director for the State Department of Insurance. Gerard, beyond storm-related issues, what are some of the biggest consumer complaints or questions you get regarding insurance products in Connecticut? Well, of course, the number one complaint is always the cost. Um, but I, I think people need to understand the value of the coverage that they receive. Um, it, it is quite invaluable. It's something that, of course, if you're paying money out uh, yearly, monthly, however you're paying your premiums for both homeowners and auto insurance or any other insurance, um, you're going to want to make sure you're properly covered in case there is some sort of an accident or problem. Uh, after that, it's always claims issues um, would probably be the second highest uh, complaint that we receive. And that's really when the department can come to the aid of consumers. We recover over $5 million a year on average for Connecticut consumers in uh, wrongly denied or uh, underpaid claims. And oftentimes we can just cut through the red tape and uh, assist you in any issues that you're having with the insurance company. How does that typically unfold? Do you get a copy of the consumer's policy and and, and take a look at it and say, well, you, you should be covering this and you're denying it. So you need to you know, make good on your promise or is it more complicated than that? 
Um, again, sometimes it can be as simple as that. Sometimes it's a lot more complicated depending on the situation and the, you know, the state laws involved. Um, you know, insurance is individual per state and Connecticut has different laws than Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York do. Um, so, and companies are usually, uh, throughout the, the country, insurance companies are, and, uh, sometimes they wrongly interpret what our laws say. Um, so we're, we're very careful in reviewing the policies and their claims determinations to help consumers out. And, uh, oftentimes, you know, even if it's, a um, an understandable, uh, disagreement is to value, we do have programs within the department that can help um, settle the claim. We have an auto arbitration program where if you and the insurance company disagree on the value of the repairs to the vehicle or the value of the vehicle, if it's a total loss, then um, we have an arbitration program that will make the final determination. For homeowners' policies, what advice do you have for consumers to ensure they have the the proper amount of coverage because it can vary greatly from carrier to carrier based on you know how they how they figure out how much your your home is worth and how much it would cost to replace it if something happened. Uh, sometimes they'll send people out to your house. Sometimes they won't, and just ask you a bunch of questions and come up with a number that way. Correct. Um, there, there's pretty standard estimating software that's used or valuation software that's used. Um, and depending on the size of the house and the different uh, construction methods in it, um, you know, special features, it, it is a, you know, it can be an, a lengthy process to determine the value of the home, uh, as you said, through the questions they ask as to what you have. Oftentimes, a lot of that information is available online to the company. Uh, through the databases that the towns have for, um, you know, home values and home information. Now, when it comes to preparing for a natural disaster, say a hurricane or, or, or a blizzard or something like that, have you found that insurers have become more proactive in, in giving consumers a heads up? I'm thinking about the, the emails that will go out from some insurance companies when you know, they look at the forecast and say, oh, this area could get hit by something. Or has that remained the same over the years? No, I think they've gotten much better at, um, you know, spreading the word and, and using the um, technology that's available these days to do that uh, and to give people uh, pointers about, uh, you know, making a home inventory. We do that as well. Uh, when you do have a claim and not just in a catastrophe, but any claim, it's up to the insured to prove their damages. Um, you know, if a fire occurs, um, a lot of times it's going to be unrecognizable or, you know, severe damage from a catastrophe, a hurricane, whatever it may be. Um, you're going to want to have in information as to what you had and what was destroyed. And oftentimes you can do that with your cell phone, walk around your house, take videos, open closets. Um, but we do have information on our website as well at www.ct.gov forward slash CID. We have a home inventory that you can use, and it's really good information for you to have in case you do ever have a claim. I suspect it's important to keep a copy of that inventory maybe off-site in the cloud or something too, in case something does happen at your house. Exactly. And you mentioned pictures. Does it get down to the level of 
even recording costs and keeping receipts and things like that? Definitely want to do that. We recommend to folks, and that's on our website um, from the storm. We do have a uh, post-storm disaster claims guide, um, which is very um, specific. It's I think it's about 24 pages, but there's an incredible amount of information on what you should do and when you should do it. And we always recommend to folks in any claim situation that you keep a log, um, you know, put stuff in writing, emails, whatever it may be, um, and make sure you track who you talk to, when you spoke to them. And that would be very helpful to the department if you need to submit a complaint to us. It assists us in doing our job as well. In terms of insurance companies assessing damage and, and getting the claims process rolling, it they've gotten more sophisticated in, in that as well. I think they use drones now even to, to get a look at damage sometimes. Yes, they do. Um, you know, and it, and it has been very helpful to them. And in these situations, uh, once again, we, we were very lucky um, this time around. There looks like there will be no hurricane deductibles for anybody in the state because it didn't reach the level of over 74 miles per hour of sustained winds in the state. Um, but you know, it, it's a, some areas are very hard to get into. And with this new technology, such as drones, uh, they can get the information very quickly and get the people there that they need. Um, it's also very helpful for adjusters so they don't have to crawl up on roofs. Uh, they can use that technology to um, document the damage and, and do the estimate that way much quicker and move on um, and get as many claims done as they can. Uh, these insurance companies, and you know, there are several who call Connecticut home. Uh, they have disaster vans, which they, you know, take all over the country uh, to process claims right on site and assist people in the uh, post-disaster processes. I'm curious about that. Is there kind of a point of pride in the insurance department in Connecticut that things have to be done right because we are home to so many big-name insurance companies? Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's it's not just a, um, you know, a myth. It's the truth. Uh, Connecticut is the insurance capital of the world. And uh, we are very prideful of the companies that we have here. And they are at the lead of um, taking care of their, uh, their insureds after catastrophes and every day as well. On another topic, health insurance. Uh, I know there have been open enrollment periods more frequently this year on the, the public exchange be, because of the coronavirus. But in general, what advice do you have for consumers who are shopping around for a health policy? The, the best thing that you can do is, again, understand your policy and understand your needs. Um, there's different deductible levels, especially on the exchange uh, with the different metal tiers, um, you know, bronze, silver, gold. Um, and you're going to want to understand how those work how that affects your, your deductibles, your out-of-pocket costs, as well as how it uh, affects your premium dollars. And as you said, from the um, coronavirus, COVID-19, there has been additional funding for people to help them pay their premiums. And you know, even if you uh, looked in the beginning of the year, you may want to go back and determine if there's any additional premium assistance available to you 
And you can do that right on Access Health's website. You mentioned the home inventory resources you have on the insurance department website. Tell us what else people can can find there that might be helpful. A lot of uh, frequently asked questions. Uh, we hit on some of them with, um, you know, the tree damage. Uh, you had mentioned um, perhaps smaller claims that you may have, which would be uh, food spoilage, um, additional living expenses, those types of things. So uh, it really helps. We have it uh, right up front on our website right now, Tropical Storm Henri information, and you can go through that. And there's a lot of good information there, which even if you didn't have damage this time, can give you some ideas of things to look at and things to ask your insurance agent or your insurance company. Um, as we said, you know, flood damage is not covered under an insurance policy, but if you do have a sump pump in your basement, you can get a sump pump endorsement. Um, and if anything happens to the sump pump, uh, there would be uh, minimal coverage for any damages that would result from that. Uh, same thing with water and sewer backup. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, things that you can have on your policy, uh, and it does pay for you to go through that and make sure you understand what your needs are, and your agent and your insurance company can help you with that. And what is the URL? www.ct.gov forward slash CID. Or if you want to ask a question, you can send us an email at insurance at ct.gov, or you can call us directly at 860-297-3900. He is Gerard O'Sullivan, Consumer Affairs Division Director with the Connecticut Insurance Department. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. It was great to be here. Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. I'm Aaron Kupek. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.